News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. This is On The Mark. I am Mark Hespin, brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. You got to ask them about that lifetime powertrain warranty on new and used vehicles. It's that no-fear lifetime powertrain warranty. I was just talking with Levi Billman, the, one of the uh, general sales managers over there, uh, yesterday on Mornings of Market Sam, and he was telling us the amount of used inventory they have right now on the lot is staggering. It's staggering. So if you're looking for a quality uh, pre-owned vehicle, uh, you got to stop over at Cunis Honda Hyundai and tell them Mark sent you when you get in there. Happy January 21st. It is, uh, it, it is divisional pre- playoff round, and this is um, Wild Card Weekend is terrific. But this is the uh, the weekend of the NFL season. This is the eight to four is such a huge jump. You have eight of the best teams in the NFL. I, I think, especially over the course of the year, we've seen it. Um, none of us are too shocked by his year. Maybe the Giants should argue the Jaguars. Uh, you know, maybe you would have flipped them a month ago for the Vikings in this spot, and maybe the Chargers or something else like that. But as we've seen here. Uh, they they earned their right to be here in the final eight teams. Uh, on episode 170 of On the Mark, we are going to talk all four of these games all show long. Uh, looking ahead of the schedule here, we'll talk uh, the Saturday games and, and Hespin headline number one. Uh, take a break, and then we'll do Hespin headline number two. We'll talk about the Sunday games. I will give you my lock and my upset of the week as we try to find some winners here with only four games left. Uh, in uh, in a slate, uh, we will then take another break, and then we'll look at a couple these games at a couple different angles. If I'm the NFL, what am I rooting for, and what am I maybe hoping doesn't happen if I'm the NFL? Ratings wise, exposure wise, storyline wise, and then finally to wrap up the show, we're going to do something that I like to do at this time of the year in the playoffs. I always like to let you guys know. Who has the most pressure on them in these moments? Who is the one that, if you look at it and you go, you know what, they're the ones that have got to win. They've got to make a statement. And who are the who are the, the the teams, the players, the coaches that have just the most to gain? Where they're kind of playing with house money, but they have a ton to gain from this weekend. And I think my answers may surprise you on both ends. Uh, welcome on into the show. As always, follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. Broadcasting live from our KHMO studios here in Quincy on this chilly Saturday in January with four of the biggest football games of the year ahead of us. So exciting. Uh, and uh, if you're following along on the radio or on the KHMO app, as always, follow the show on Facebook. Just search On The Mark KHMO on Facebook. You'll find us 
And then you can follow along with the Facebook Live as well. All right, let's jump into it. Hespin headline number one. Let's talk about the Saturday slate of games. Hespin's headlines on the mark. All right, so we're breaking this down. We're talking Saturday during the uh, Hespin headline number one. And we get to see our one seeds. Our one seeds, we haven't seen them in two weeks. The Chiefs and the Eagles finally in action here as their playoff uh, runs begin. And uh, they are getting two of the hottest teams in the NFL uh, to arrive at their doorsteps. Um, I think if you are a fan of the Chiefs and the Eagles overall, uh, as you look at this slate ahead of you today, I think you're pretty excited about it. I think you got to feel good if you're a Chiefs and you're an Eagles fan this morning. Let's start with the first game, though. The Chiefs are in, uh, in Arrowhead at home hosting the Jaguars. The Jaguars, who have been on an incredible run, uh, they've won uh, you know, uh, five in a row, been really, really hot uh, ever since that big overtime win against the Cowboys. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, with the historic comeback in uh, Wild Card Weekend at home against the Chargers to win uh, uh, in uh, 31-30. The Jaguars are uh, maybe the hottest team in the NFL right now, you could argue. Uh, Kansas City, let's look at the particulars. They're favored by nine. Uh, the over-under is 52 and a half. Uh, the weather today in Kansas City, 40 degrees. There could be some precipitation as well, like of a rain-snow mix. Uh, these two teams didn't meet earlier in the year. Uh, the, uh, the, the Chiefs won 27-17 in Kansas City. Uh, during that game, tra- uh, Patrick Mahomes was terrific. Four touchdown passes. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had two touchdown passes. Uh, and the the key stat to that game, which I think really translates to this game, will be Travis Etienne. The Chiefs were able to hold Travis Etienne, get out to enough of a lead to kind of put the game on Trevor Lawrence's arm. Travis Etienne, the, the, the star second year back for the Jaguars, only had 11 carries for 45 yards in that game. Um, I think this is the type of game... The Jaguars absolutely know they cannot go down early against the Chiefs and scrap and claw their way back into this game. Uh, if you're down 27 nothing to the Chiefs, you're not winning the game. If you are, the Chiefs aren't going to charger themselves. Uh, and so when I think about that and I think about the cha- the Jaguars playing with total house money, I think the Jaguars have a real puncher's chance to keep this game close and I think they have a real puncher's chance to cover. If I'm looking to bet this game, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna take the Jaguars to cover the nine uh, as a backdoor cover late. I think the Chiefs will win this game. How do I think the Chiefs will win this game? So that's my pick. I'm taking the Chiefs. Um, I think. Listen, it's Patrick Mahomes. I don't want to overthink it too much. When you get into these these big divisional games, simplify things. Take all the noise, all the drama out of it. And just and just n- trust your eyes and your gut from what you've seen from this past year, from the weeks leading up to this game, and what you know historically. Andy Reid off a of bye is absolutely terrific. Uh, these this is a uh, a slight coaching edge to Andy Reid. Both these coaches have Super Bowls. Uh, Doug Peterson is from the Andy Reid tree, uh, but Andy Reid is uh, is is the best of the best when it comes to off a of bye week, getting his team prepared and being prepared in these big moments. The Chiefs have been in the last four AFC Championship games. They've won a Super Bowl in that run. They've been to another Super Bowl. They have the best quarterback in the NFL. 
Uh, all of those things favor the Chiefs. Now, Nicole Hardman out. That's not great. Um, uh, but uh, the, the the Jags are missing, uh, you know, a couple pieces of their own. And so I, I don't think there's any sort of major injury mismatch in this game. And so that's not going to play a huge factor. So when you simplify it, I have a slight coaching edge. I have an offensive edge to the chief. I have a better quarterback and then the legendary uh, quarterback with Patrick Mahomes. And I just think to myself, when you look at this game, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey in big moments against that soft zone of the Jaguars are going to be able to find ways to move the ball, get first downs. Uh, and, and the only way that the Jaguars will have an opportunity to make this game close is if Travis Etienne has a stat line that is 20-plus carries, 120-plus yards, uh, you know, and a, and, a, and a touchdown or two, multiple touchdown game. If the Jaguars are able to control the clock, run the football, keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands, then they have a real puncher's chance in this game. They really do because I do like their defense. They have a nice pass rush. Uh, uh, they're weak at corner. I think the Jags can uh, expose them there. And can be exposed there by uh, by the Chiefs. And I and I again, I Travis Kelsey's just such a mismatch. But if the Jaguars are able to run the ball, keep the ball to Patrick Mahomes' hands, they have a puncher's chance. The other way I'd say, and why I feel confident that the Chiefs will win, but the Jags will cover, is because Doug Peterson learned from Andy Reid. Both of these guys are going to have, you know, kind of empty the cupboard, right? Andy loves to do some trick stuff. He loves to draw some new things up in the sand uh, in a bye week. And Doug Peterson, ever since Philly Special, has been known as that guy now. He is a risk taker. He is going to want to do the trick plays, go those fake field goals, fake punts. Everything's on the table with Doug Peterson. That's a good thing. It could also be a bad thing. I I think the Chiefs can expose the Jags in some of those plays, but also – Doug Peterson and and with the talent that he has around him and, and this talented Jaguars offense, I think that could lead to them sneaking this backdoor cover. I see this game being 31-17 late in the you know third quarter, early in the fourth quarter. Chiefs have a lead. The Jaguars get a late touchdown uh to cover the nine points. Chiefs win 20, you know, 31-24-ish in a comfortable win for the Chiefs. Throughout the day, I, I I think this will be an entertaining game. I don't see it being a blowout. I see it. Uh, I see Patrick Mahomes though taking care of business at home. Raucous crowd. Arrowhead may be the best home field advantage as far as the crowd goes in the NFL. I like the Chiefs to win. I like the Jags to cover, but it is not my underdog uh, of the week. My upset. You know, I have my lock of my upset. It is not my official pick. I'm just giving you that, that one. Uh, extra where my head's at. All right, we move on on this, the uh, the late game on Saturday tonight. The Eagles at home versus the Giants. Everyone loves the Giants. Everyone loves the Giants, right? We all saw what they did to that horrific Vikings defense last week, and it was horrific. Uh, and now the world is in love with the Giants. Let me take you back, okay, to week 15. The Eagles in New York against a a Giants team that at that point in time was surging, a Giants team that was, uh, you know, in competition still for the division against the 12-1 Eagles as they roll into town, and the Eagles blow them out 
uh, in a in a you know forty eight twenty two win on the road, and in that game, Daniel Jones was what Daniel Jones has been most of the season, you know, a hundred and something yards, a very ho hum stat line, rushed the ball a little, uh, but the Giants' defense, which can rush the passer, let up a hundred and forty something yards. Uh, to uh, Miles Sanders, couple touchdowns, and the Eagles were able to just ram the ball and run the ball down the Giants' throats. I see this game being very similar to that. I like the Eagles. I like the Eagles to cover as well. I think this is a game that uh, you'll see the Eagles reassert themselves as like, oh, yeah, that's right. The Eagles were really good all season long. And the Giants, yes, they have this storied history of making it into the playoffs in this century and crazy things happening. Uh, and they seemingly have brought that vibe back with that win against Minnesota last week. And, and I'll give Daniel Jones credit and and Brian Dable a ton of credit. They uh, they shocked me this year. They kind of shocked the world. And Brian Dable saved Daniel Jones's career. But don't be fooled. Daniel Jones only threw for 15 touchdowns this year. Okay? He did, he did most of that damage. Three of those touchdowns. Uh, or in that regular season win against the Giants. I mean, he is not a prolific passer. I, I think both these teams are going to try to establish the run, and that that favors the the Eagles to me. I think the Eagles have a more dynamic offense. You forget about Brown, Devontae Smith, Jalen Hurts had that two weeks of rest, was able to get that win, uh, looked okay, but shake off a little bit of the rust. Uh, stay healthy through that Week 18 win to get him another week of rest. I think you'll see Jalen Hurts come out firing on all cylinders. I think you'll see the Eagles' high-flying offense put up points against this very, very average Giants defense. Kirk Cousins and the Vikings were able to move the ball against the Giants. The Eagles will be able to move the ball against the Giants. The Eagles have one of the best defenses in the league. You can make the argument behind San Francisco, it might be the second-best defense of the league. Yes, the Giants were able to score at will against probably the worst defense or one of the worst defenses in the league with the Vikings. Certainly the worst defense in the playoffs. This defense is legit. Uh, They can stuff the run. They can get after the passer. Uh, Their corners aren't great, but with the pass rush the way they have and with the way they're able to stop the run, you don't need great corner play in that way. I think the Eagles take care of business. I think they win wire to wire. I have full faith in the Eagles to get out of uh, the uh, the divisional round fairly unscathed. Lane Johnson looks like he's going to play. That's a huge thing for the Eagles. Huge thing for the Eagles. I like the Eagles at home. I like them to cover. And I like the over in this game. It's 48. Um, I see this very much being Eagles 34, Giants 20, um, you know, they're able to score a little late. You know, the Eagles kind of get let off the gas a bit. Um, and uh, But I, I like the over. I like the Eagles. And I like the Chiefs on Saturday. So there you go. I know it's a little scary to take the one seeds, right? Because it's easy to take the one seeds. It's scary. Because we saw the one seeds last year come out looking really, really sluggish and slow. I mean, the, the Titans in the AFC. Uh, but I think these are different one seeds. This is the Chiefs. Okay, the best team in football with the best quarterback in football, with maybe the best head coach in football, certainly the best head coach left in the playoffs. And then you have the Eagles, who were an offensive juggernaut all year. And even with an injured Jalen Hurts in Week 18, 
were able to move the ball efficiently enough against this Giants defense to score 22 and get the win. I, I have full confidence that the link is going to be rocking tonight. The Eagles and Jalen Hurts are going to reassert themselves. I'll take the Chiefs. I'll take the Eagles. I'll take them both to win. I will take the Jags to cover, and I like the over in the Eagles-Giants uh, game if you're looking for an extra bet. What does that mean? It means I haven't got to my lock and my upset yet. Ah, yes. Sunday games is where my lock and my upset come. I'm picking an upset in one of the games on Sunday. Stay tuned. We'll get to that next in Hespin headline number two. You're listening on the Mark News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Stop by the dealership. Tell them Mark sent you. Stick around. Broadcasting live and local here in our KHMO studios in Quincy. It's on the mark. Are you the type of KHMO? Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Uh, a ton of new inventory on the lot. They just got allocated uh, 20 new Hyundais the other day. New Hondas on the lot, Pilots, Ridgelines, everything you can think of. And what's so great about Cunis Honda Hyundai as well is you may be saying to yourself, you know, Mark, let's be honest, I'm not really a Honda or a Hyundai guy. Well, don't worry. Do what I did. Go to shopcunis.com. You can check out their entire network of dealers. Maybe you're looking for a specific brand. You let the dealership here in Quincy know they'll bring it from their other dealerships down to their Quincy dealership, and you get the same great, terrific service that you do uh, here at the Quincy location. So just talk to them. Stop by the dealership. You can shop online at the dealership as well. Tell them what they're looking for. you're looking for. They'll find it for you. They'll bring it to the Quincy location, and you then have the opportunity to test drive it and walk out of there like a brand-new vehicle. That's what I did in joining the Cunis family. Faith family giving back. you got to tell them Mark sent you when he stopped by the dealership. All right, we went through the Saturday games. Let's go through it now. Hesper headline number two. The Sunday slate. Hespin's headlines on the mark. So the Sunday slate is um, the the slate of games. When you look at it, you say to yourself, "All right, these are a little bit of the closer games, right? These are the this is the meat is on the bone. Yeah, you got the one seeds in action on Saturday, but they're going against teams who we look at and you say they should handle them, right? They should handle those games. Should be." You know, not easy, but we feel confident in in the one seeds, right? And now you got these teams here on Sunday that you can convince yourself either way one team can win, right? You really can do that song and dance with both of these games. And so I did that. I've been racking my brain all week on these Sunday games. Which way am I going to go? Which way am I going to go? And let's start with it. The Bengals at the Bills. Uh, the uh, Bills are favored by five and a half. The over-under is 49. The weather in Orchard Park on Sunday afternoon looks like it's going to be about 33 degrees. Doesn't look like there's going to be a uh, you know, ton of snow or anything like that. And um, I'll just tell you straight up, I'm taking the Bengals. It is my upset of the week. I'm taking the Bengals in the points, and I'm picking the Bengals to win this game. So let me walk you through my thinking. Yes, I think it's terrible news for the Bengals that Williams and Kappa on the O-line are out, and they're already missing Collins. So five weeks ago, four weeks ago, the Bengals had one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, and they spent so much time, energy, and money 
improving that offensive line because what happened last year? Remember that playoff game against Tennessee? Burrow was sacked nine times, and he found a way to win. Well, they're down. They're back to that scenario where they're at three backups along their offensive line, and the two starters they have left were their two weaker starters of the five offensive line starting groups. So it's a it's a bad place for the Bengals to be in. But against this Bills defense, it's got Edmonds, a great linebacker, some nice pieces in the back end. I don't think without Vaughn Miller, the Bengals defense or the Bills defense is really going to be able to take a huge advantage of the Bengals' weakness in the offensive line. Also, also, Burrow is use. It's not like Burrow has had a great offensive line his whole career, and now it's like, oh, no, I have a bad offensive line. This isn't the same as Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl against Tampa two years ago, all of a sudden losing both his great starting tackles and never having had face that before against a dominant Tampa defensive line and getting overwhelmed and swallowed up. It's not the same. Now, I'm obviously convincing myself of this. Part of this is... I'm trusting my gut and my eyes. Over the last seven, eight weeks of the NFL season, the Bengals, in my opinion, have been the best team in football. Their defense, especially in the second half, has been terrific. And the second half of games and the second half of the season. Their offense is really starting to find their groove. You know, they were missing Chase for a while. Uh, Higgins really stepped up. And I really believe that I, in the, the consistency of the Bengals' weapons, even though their offensive line is beat up. You know, the Bills have Josh Allen and Diggs, and you can rely on Allen and Diggs. But after that, it's a lot of who's going to step up? Who's going to help them make the big play? You know, you're trusted in Cole Beasley, a guy that was in Tampa this year. He's all over the map. He's on your practice squad. He's not on your practice squad. He's on the roster. 10-day contracts. They don't have... The consistency, you know, Singletary, nice, nice season, but the running game is very hit or miss for the Bills. And so I trust in the Bengals' offensive weapons. I trust in Chase, in Higgins, in Pirine, uh, in Mixon. And, and I trust that Joe Burrow in this big spot won't make the mistakes that Josh Allen is prone to making. I also think... This game, the emotions of it will affect Buffalo a little bit more. The Bengals are coming in here, I think, a little bit more with a chip on their shoulder and a little more frustrated than they're going to let you on. Let on. Yes, obviously they understand, and they're not. They're not making a gripe about the way the fact that that game was canceled and everything with Demar Hamlin. But in fairness to the Bengals and these players, understand it. If they would have won that game at home. This game would be in Cincinnati today. It would not be in Buffalo. And they know that. So I think the Bengals and the emotion of this game, I I, I think they're going to play with an edge. That Buffalo, even though they're going to be playing very emotional and they're playing for DeMar, it's a different type of edge. I think there's something to that. Now, if there's going to be a blowout in this game, it's going to be the Bills blowing out the Bengals the you know the bills the bills have the ability to do that if the bills win this game i'm not going to be sad i'm not going to be frustrated i i'm just trusting my gut and 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 trusting in joe burrow 
and the Bengals' offensive weapons and that defense that's been very good in the second half of games in the second half of this year. I'm trusting in that. But the Bills absolutely can win this game. I, I, I don't I don't doubt that the Bills should be the favorites in this game. They should be. Uh, and the Bills have the most physically gifted quarterback in the NFL who is capable of doing things that, let's be honest, no other quarterback is capable of doing. But Josh Allen also, in some of these big moments, has had some dumb plays and had some mistakes. Now, I do think the Bills have a lot going for them. The fact that it was a tight game against Miami, I think helps them. I really do, because I think all week long, the coaches were able to get after them. They were able to get nitpicky. They were able to challenge them, motivate them with the film. Like, hey, guys, we got lucky to escape that. You were terrible on this play. What was happening on this play? But I also think that same Bills team could very well show up at Orchard Park on Sunday. And I think it's a a quarterback with the Bengals and Burrow who also having a bad game of their own helps them because it's the same thing. You The coaches can get after you on film all week. Burrow and the Bengals could take advantage of those mistakes, unlike Skylar Thompson in the Miami Dolphins offense. I had to pick an upset. I felt in my gut the right one to do was to pick the Bengals over the Bills. I like Joe Burrow. I think that the uh, I think this Bengals offense is to be trusted in. And yes, Josh Allen could absolutely throw a couple haymakers and knock out the Bills and the and if the Bengals offensive line doesn't show up at all, it could get really ugly really quickly. And I could look like a dumb dumb. You know me, I'm willing to look like an idiot. But I'm picking the Bengals. I'm rolling with them in the upset of the weekend. Uh the Bengals take the Bengals and the points if you're betting with me. Uh it's a win at Buffalo. Finally, the final game of the weekend, and it is my lock of the week. A favorite, you know what that means? A lock is a favorite that's going to cover. I like the Niners to win and to cover the four. I I think this is going to be a really close game. I think this is going to be a really entertaining game. But I think in the end, I trust the Niners defense to like make that play. When... When you were watching the Cowboys versus the Bucks on Monday night, go back to that game. I th- I've been thinking about that game all week. And what I keep thinking about with the Bucks versus the Cowboys on Monday night, I just kept thinking to myself, oh my gosh, every other throw from Dak, it looked like it was going to be intercepted. Like the Bucks were always half a second, like half a second away from a, a big sack. From an interception, they they were it just seemed they were always right there, and their defense is just a little old, a little slow. The Niners have the best defense in football. They have the best defense in football, and they are not going to be a little old and not going to be a little slow. Uh, Bosa, Armstead, Warner, this is a guy off. You know what I mean? Like this game is just filled with dudes. Niners, Bosa, Armstead, Warner, Ward, uh, Debo, Kittle, McCaffrey. And then you go in the Cowboys. They got dudes. Dak, Zeke, Pollard, Lamb, Parsons, Diggs. It's a guy off. I think the talent's fairly equal. And I do give the edge in quarterback to the Cowboys. You have to trust Dak a little bit more than you do Brock Purdy. 
I will say this about Brock Purdy. I think him having a bad first half last week against the Seahawks and bouncing back and having a brilliant second half really bodes well for him in this game. Because I think that helped him get all the nerves out and Kyle Shanahan in his ear saying, kid, you made all the mistakes that you shouldn't have made in the first half. And look, we were able to overcome it, trust in the game plan, and 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 dominate the second half. That's huge for that kid's this kid's confidence going into this game. And for Dak, he should be absolutely riding high. He left it all out there on Monday night. He gave a heck of a performance. It was the best game of Dak's career. Uh, and the Cowboys should be coming in with a lot of confidence. I think this game is really tight. I think this game is really low scoring. I think this game is a heavyweight boxing match with big blows back and forth. I think both coaches are going to be a little conservative. They don't want to make the big mistake. The Cowboys know this defense can absolutely wreck them. And the Niners know that the Cowboys have game wreckers in Parsons and Diggs who can absolutely embarrass a rookie quarterback. So both teams, I think, are going to try to lean on the run game. They're going to try to control the clock and then let their defense pin the ears back on the other team and get after the quarterback. So I think this game is low scoring. I like the under, and I like the Niners to cover in a game that is going to be around 23-17, something like that. I think it's I think it's low scoring. I think it's 17-17, you know, midway, late in the third. The Niners uh, get a big turnover on defense late, and then Brock Purdy hands off to McCaffrey. He scores a late touchdown to take the lead, cover, and then the Niners' defense clamps down on the Cowboys and they can't score again. I think the Niners win. I think they cover, but I think this is a really entertaining game. It's a back and forth, big body blows, heavyweight boxing match. Uh, that's a really entertaining way to cap off a great weekend of football. So let us recap. We went through Saturday, went through Sunday. I'm taking the Chiefs, and but the Jags to cover. I'm taking the Eagles and the over. I'm taking the Bengals to upset the Bills in a uh, Bengals in the points. And I'm taking the Niners in my lock, and they're going to cover as well. Niners to win cover. So there you go. That is my Those are my four predictions. I have next week Chiefs hosting the Bengals, and I have the Eagles hosting the Niners in the AFC and NFC championship game. There you go. We'll see next week. I'll be on the air. We can, uh, we'll be talking about it, getting ready for uh championship weekend. Can't wait for it. Very willing to be wrong. Uh, speaking of which coming up, we'll take a break. When we come back to our beautiful cage remote studio here in Quincy as a broadcasting live, uh, I will tell you what the NFL is rooting for this week. And if I'm Roger Goodell, who do I have my secret pom poms waving for? And I'll also tell you the matchup that the NFL is hoping doesn't happen. Because you know they, they're they looking at all these numbers. That, I'm not saying NFL rigged. I'm not trying to say that. But I'm just saying, what are the matchups that they're looking for and not looking for? We'll have a little fun with that when we come back. On the mark, News Talk 1070, Cage from the Cage brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. All of us have felt the effects of isolation during this pandemic so we can understand a little how some veterans feel. 
but they will feel like that their entire lives, not just for a year. Over 30% of COVID survivors could experience PTSD, but many veterans have extreme cases of PTSD all their lives. Our most vulnerable veterans remain isolated at hospitals, scared and alone, but you can help. Help Heal Veterans with the support of citizens like you creates and distributes therapeutic art and craft projects for our veterans and military at no charge to them. Learn how you can help an isolated veteran through this desperate time. Visit HealVets.org. This message is furnished by Help Heal Veterans, a not-for-profit organization that has been helping veterans for over 50 years. HealVets.org. When kids need medical care, they face life-changing experiences. They miss out on the things that make being a kid fun. Starlight Children's Foundation programs entertain and inspire hospitalized kids. Learn more at starlight.org. Hi, this is Jason. Forecast from the News Talk 1070 KHMO Weather Center. 40 today under cloudy skies, southeast winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. 31 tonight, chance for mixed precipitation. Cloudy tomorrow, chance for mixed precipitation, 38. About an inch of snow tonight through tomorrow. Right now, 28. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO. I'm broadcasting live from our KHMO studios here in Quincy on this Saturday, January 21st. Shout out to Cunis Honda Hyundai at 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. If you're in the market for a newer used vehicle, you are doing yourself a massive disservice if you don't start start your trip at Cunis Honda Hyundai, or at least make them a part of your trip in your in your vehicle search. Stop into the dealership, go to shopcunis.com, check out everything they have to offer. The lifetime powertrain warranty, the no fear on new and used vehicles, their incredible service department. Join the Cunis family like I did. They treat you like family. You will not regret it. I promise you that. Uh, and they are uh, so so lucky to have them as a part of the show. All right. Um, we turn our focus now to the idea. I love this. This is just kind of fun. It's silly. It's speculation. We as fans are smart enough to know and understand that the NFL is a business, it's entertainment, and Roger Goodell is the commissioner, wants ratings, Wants the uh, wants the the biggest most eyeballs the most attention he can get right. I'm not saying that the NFL's rigged and they fix games. I f- I firmly do not believe in that. I don't. I, I I don't think the NFL is stupid enough to get involved with fixing games or trying to manipulate outcomes. Because if they were to ever be caught of doing that, any sports league, I mean, it's over. It's over. As fans, you you just lose you'd lose. I mean, you'd lose complete trust. So I don't think they're stupid enough to do that. But I do think that the NFL has, you know, a little pom pom wave, and Roger Goodell is hoping certain things happen. So if I'm the NFL, if I'm Roger Goodell, what is the championship weekend that I want to see the most? Who do I want to be playing? I want Bills Chiefs. Here's why in the AFC. The neutral site game in Atlanta, I think, will be so talked about. So many eyeballs. They already sold 50,000 tickets to that game. And I, and I think that if I'm the NFL, you're guaranteed in Atlanta 
Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, you have all the storylines last year, the 13 seconds. You have all of the fact that the rules were changed because of that game. You get this kind of rematch, the 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 two you know biggest talents in the game head to head. I think there's just so many great storylines to that. Um now, I think it barely edges out Chiefs Bengals in the AFC Championship game because there's a ton of great storylines for that too. The rematch, you know, Patrick Mahomes at home again. He got ousted by Burrow last year. Is this the year that Patrick can get, you know, uh, his revenge on Burrow and this kind of rivalry between them now really evolving? But I think as far as the NFL, if I'm if I'm talking eyeballs, ratings, storylines in the AFC, um, the Bills uh, being a Cinderella story, you know, with Demar Hamlin, not a Cinderella in that way, but just being a such a feel good story with Demar Hamlin and the run doing it for Demar in the neutral site. I think that is it's ratings gold for the NFL Bills Chiefs. Uh, so if I'm the NFL, that's what I'm rooting for in the AFC. In the NFC, if I'm the NFL, I'm rooting for Cowboys Eagles because the Cowboys are the biggest draw in all of sports eyeballs wise. They have the largest fan base the most eyes, and they're the most hated NFL team in a lot of ways because of it, too. Them and the Patriots. Um, I, I think I think that it's a no-brainer. Uh, you get a divisional matchup. You get uh, you know a, one of the biggest, old, longest rivalries in the NFL, hated rivalries. I mean, these teams hate each other. You imagine the Cowboys fans in Philly for that game. You're going to have to, you know, have – the whole Philadelphia police force there to maintain control during the game. It's going to be chaos. That is the game they're rooting for the most. I think I think it's a, that's a no-brainer easy one. Eagles Niners. Yeah, I mean I, I I that's what I'm predicting. I think that's the better game. So I think the NFL will you'll appreciate that they're huge brands. I don't think there's going to be a that's not it's not like that'll get a bad rating, but Eagles um uh, Cowboys, the rating will be insane. I mean, it'd be massive. Uh, and so I think that's what the NFL would be rooting for. Now, on the other side of that, what is the worst possible matchup for the NFL for ratings, for storylines and all that? Like, listen, all these matchups have a lot of positives to them. But if I'm the NFL, I'm not rooting for Bengals-Jags. I'm just not. Because... Two small markets, Cincinnati, uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, there'll be rooting interest because the Jags will have upset Mahomes. Uh, the Bengals will have upset Burrow, uh, 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 I mean, Allen in Buffalo. So there's some interest there. But you don't really want the small market teams and that draw. That's a little tougher of a sell. Uh, I think the ratings would be drastically lower for Bang, uh, Bengals, Jags, then Bills, Chiefs in a neutral site. And then the flip side in the NFC, I think it's pretty obvious, 49ers, Giants. Yeah, two historic brands. It's New York, San Francisco, two giant cities. But, you know, the Giants, kind of this Cinderella story, maybe argue. It, trust me, the ratings would be really good, but it wouldn't. The ratings will be much better if you're if you're Cowboys Eagles. So if I'm the NFL this weekend and I'm Roger Goodell, I am secretly pom pom waving for Chiefs, Bills, and Cowboys Eagles. 
I think it's going to be Chiefs, Bengals, Eagles, Niners, which is also, I think, really good ratings, great matchups. And I think the football matchups that will be terrific. Um, all right. When we come back, uh, wrap it up the show with two, two things I'm really excited to talk about. Who's under the most pressure and who has the most to gain this weekend? On the Mark, broadcasting live from our KHMO studio here in Quincy. Individuals and businesses. For lifestyle content creator, my little brother had these piercing blue eyes like the ocean. He was just 33 when we lost him to an accidental opioid overdose. My name is Darren Waller. I had it made, living my dream playing professional football. Then my life hit rock bottom. I had an accidental opioid overdose. I felt the shame this stigma. Everyone knew, but no one talked about it. I felt completely isolated. My family didn't even know. I refused to stand by and watch without doing everything I can to change the stigma. If you know someone taking opioids, have a safety plan and talk about it. It can happen to anyone you know or love. It happened to me. I'm sharing Scott's story because reversing the silence can help save lives. Let's help put a stop to opioid overdoses being a leading cause of accidental death in America. Be prepared. Learn how at reversesilence.org. Some people won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is killing people. It's a powerful opioid, often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs. It can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications. Just two milligrams, about the size of a few grains of sand, could potentially be lethal. This isn't an ad to scare you, but it is an ad to make you think twice. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO. I'm brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, you got to ask them about that lifetime powertrain warranty on the new and the used vehicles. When you stop into the dealership, tell them Mark sent you. All right. Uh, to wrap up the show here, I have uh, I've saved myself two things that I think are just fascinating to talk about. I could, I could talk about these two things for hours, but I'm going to spare you all of that. Uh, everyone is on. Let's just start by this. Everyone is under pressure. This is the divisional round. Making it to a conference championship game, it can change your career, right? So everyone is under pressure. Who's under the most pressure? I think it's Sean McDermott and Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. I really do. I really do. I think there's a DeMar Hamlin factor to this, but I also think it's a legacy thing. McDermott is the last remaining defensive focus coach this far into the playoffs, right? The rest of the guys are all the offensive geniuses. And McDermott, in his time in Buffalo, has done an incredible job building this team up to be a traditional now winner. If you're my age and stuff, you know, early 30s, you don't remember Buffalo being good in the late 80s, early 90s. Buffalo, in my lifetime, watching from the early late 90s through the you know teens not good not good at all up down you know remember when Tyrod Taylor finally got him to the playoffs after all that time so Sean McDermott deserves a ton of credit but you know this is now the fourth year of Josh Allen in the playoffs of like and still 
you know, battling to get over that hump. Like Josh Allen, yes, we talk about him in in the same breath as Mahomes a ton, but now he's, you know, we're, you, you have you have legitimate argument to say, well, we should be talking about Burrow more than we should be talking about Josh Allen. You know, he's actually been to a Super Bowl. So I think this is I think this is a ton of pressure on McDermott and Josh Allen uh, because if they lose, I think they're the ones where you look at and you say, "Do they need to make a change at coach? Like what? Like?" And if you're Josh Allen and you turn the ball over in in a loss, and you and the play gets a little sloppy like it did against Miami, I think it really hurts your brand of being in that considered that top tier. I, I think it's a it's a big big pressure weekend for for Allen and and uh, McDermott. Now, again, everyone has a ton to gain. Everyone, if you win, you gain. Right? Who has the most to gain from this weekend? I think it's Trevor Lawrence. I really do. I I really think Trevor Lawrence, if he can beat Mahomes, he automatically is in that category. Now, you, you then that tier one is Lawrence, Burrow, Allen, Mahomes. He's in it. If he plays well in a victory in Arrowhead and does kind of like what Joe Burrow did last year, you immediately have to start talking about Trevor Lawrence uh, the way we talk about Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen. I see he has a ton to gain. A ton to gain. He could skyrocket. I mean, the talks of him versus Herbert. I mean, it's a... Football is about winning, right? It's not about the stats. You know what I mean? It's not baseball where it's stat-driven. It's not triple-doubles in the NBA. It's about winning big games in big moments. We've seen Burrow do it. We've seen Mahomes do it. Allen hasn't quite done it yet to the level those guys have. And if Trevor Lawrence can get himself to an AFC Championship game by going through Mahomes in Kansas City and playing really well, well, then we obviously have seen him do it. And he he immediately separates into that upper echelon. I'll also add Mike McCarthy has a ton to gain. A ton to gain. If Mike McCarthy has a great game plan and the Cowboys can come out looking well-coached, organized game plan top to bottom and win in San Francisco, well, then you start making the argument even more that he was right, Aaron Rodgers was wrong. I mean, like, McCarthy can skyrocket his his uh, stock um, with a win this weekend. Uh, guys, enjoy the, enjoy it. We don't have many games left. We got four games this week, two games next week, and then the Super Bowl. Seven games of football left. These four th- this weekend are massive. Once again, I'm going with the Chiefs over the Jags, the Bengals over the Bills, the Eagles over the Giants, the Niners over um, the Cowboys. My lock is the is the Niners minus four. My upset, obviously, the Bengals plus five and a half. I like the I like the uh, Jaguars to cover the nine. I like the Eagles Giants over 48 uh in those games as well. If you're looking for some extra plays, follow me on Twitter at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. 
Let's have a great weekend of football watching. uh, Enjoy it because we got to wait a year for this weekend to come again. Got to wait a year. I know there's exciting things. You got championship weekend, Super Bowl. Uh, You know, there's exciting events, the Masters, all that fun stuff, but this is the weekend. Enjoy it. We'll see you next week on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO. Did you know that when you make time to do 